What a response by the Sabres. A bounce-back win at Madison Square Garden. We'll talk about it next here on Locked On Sabres. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Well, everyone needed some positive vibes. Everybody needed a bounce back. The Bills had lost to Philadelphia in the stupidest way possible. The Sabres had been blown out 7-2 to two by the New Jersey Devils, and all was not right in the world. Um, but the Sabres came through big time on Monday night with a 5-1 win against the New York Rangers. A stunner, if you ask me. We'll talk about it. Some individuals to talk about. How about Uka Pekka Lukanen? Look at that guy go. Victor Olofsson, I want to give him some flowers a little bit later in today's show. Break down some of the stats as well and just how impressive. This was a, a vintage Sabre win and that it looked like the team we were accustomed to seeing last year. And we have not seen that version of this Sabres team in many games this year. I could count on one hand how many times we've seen that team show up. Tonight was a night that that happened and they have not done it against a better team. At Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter and check us out on YouTube. You can like and subscribe us there. And another night where it was a lot of fun to be a part of our Sorties group chat on uh, Subtext. Uh, so hit, go to joinsubtext.com slash Sabers. It's our own text line where you could chime in. You could talk Sabres with me um, and uh, us though here at Locked On. Um, usually it's just me. But, you know, the graphics and whatnot and some of the, the news stuff can be from others at times as well. Um, but, again, uh, we are rolling through them. We're reacting live. There was a lot of banter about, you know, fans and listeners were texting. You know, I'm not really feeling like this is going to go well. It was 2-1, to one, and the Rangers were pushing and pushing, and I could completely understand why a lot of fans would have thought, uh, this is probably going to end up in the back of the Sabres net and they're going to end up blowing it because that's what we're trained to do by these two teams locally. Um, but definitely, definitely a lot of fans, you know, were excited at the end of it. Looking through some of the texts right now that we had. Um, the, before the, the goal was given up, how about this text? I hope we could pull the shutout out for Lukanen. He absolutely deserves it. The chance for UPL in the arena need to be Uka Paka, Uka Paka, Paterka, uh, Paterka and Lukanen breakout candidates at the beginning of the season. Glad to see both have been doing that. Yeah, both players were phenomenal. We'll talk more about them. Paterka, I did not, again, three in a row where I nailed the anytime goal scorer. I had Benson last week against. Washington. I had a Poso against Pittsburgh. I had Paterka in this game. He scores the game's first goal. Seemed like that was going to be the only goal for a while. Um, but I there I am. I hey, I paid for it dearly, right? I bet against the Sabres, and I shouldn't have done that. Should have gave them more confidence. But how could I have confidence going into that game? They had just lost seven to two. 
I hit on Paterka goals. I hit on the under six and a half, even if Caposo tried to steal that away at the end. But I missed on Rangers minus one and a half. Missed on that by a lot. We were five goals away from getting that. Six goals away uh, from that. So close, but also not so close for my same game parlay in this one. That's all right. We're going to hit one. We're going to hit one of these eventually. I guarantee it. And at least I'm getting the goal score part right, which is funny. That's the hardest part to get. Anyways, enough about me and the betting stuff. Uh, Paterka, though, you know, gets the goal scoring started. It's a great finish by him. He continues to play great at a 35 goal pace for the season. So Paterka gets his uh, ninth of the season, which is pretty incredible. In fact, I don't have this written down, ready to go for the show, but what did Paterka have last year? He's got to be approaching it already. Yeah, he had 12 goals. Man, 12 goals last year in 77 games. He already has nine in 22 games this season. He absolutely has taken the breakout that was not only wanted, but needed, given the state of this team uh, for much of this season. So a great job by Paterka on that goal. That was the only goal for a long time. That was the 11:41 mark of the first period. We didn't see another goal by either team until 27 seconds left in the second period when Alex Tuck gave the Sabres some breathing room for his seventh of the year. Casey Middlestat, Rasmus Dahlin getting the assist on that one. Middlestat, a nice shot shooting for the rebound. And Tuck takes advantage. Good thing he did because Igor Shesterkin is not a goaltender that is going to give out a lot of rebound opportunities like that. But he did. You're not going to get that chance very often, and Tuck was able to cash in on it. Third period, back-to-back bad penalties. I yeah, I've seen some makeup calls in my day. I have very rarely seen a makeup call like we saw midway through the third period. Listen, the penalty taken in the the third period, midway through, on the hit on uh, JJ Paterka by. I want to make sure I get the name of the defenseman right uh, on that one. The name of the defenseman was where is he? No, it was Pitlick. That's why I look at the wrong guys. Tyler Pitlick takes a penalty. No, in no world should that have been a penalty. Horrible call by the refs. All he was doing was finishing a check. What do they even call it? They call it interference. Paterka had the puck. He finishes check. He didn't hit him in the head. It wasn't even that vicious. Shoulder to shoulder. What's the problem? They call the penalty. And I put in our group chat, our subtext group chat, um, there's going to be a makeup call coming. So you better, you better score here. And there was a makeup call coming. But man, I did not think it was going to be that soft. Benson. Zach Benson gets called for cross-checking. An 18-year-old, you know, 150-pound soaking wet Zach Benson taps a guy on the back of the on the back. He doesn't go down, and they call cross-checking. That was the softest call I've seen in a long time in professional sports, let alone just the NHL. And the Rangers took advantage. Zabanish Ed, it's a great shot. One timer. There's nothing really you could do about it. You could try to cheat to that side if you're Alex Tuck, but they're not really coached to do that. So fifth goal of the year by Zabanishad on the power play made it two to one. And right then and there, the crowd is loud. The Rangers have energy. They came close to tying it up just a minute later. Didn't it feel that's when I got all those texts from you, the listeners that are in that group chat that 
they're going to tie it here. Oh, the, here we go. Here we go again. And listen, I get that. I didn't have much confidence they were going to hold on to that lead, but they did. They battled through. The Rangers exhausted all their energy. The Sabres started to take the game back over again. Alex Tuck gets his eighth of the year at the 15-31 mark, and the Sabres were off and running from there. Casey Middlesack gets it into the empty netter. And Kyle Oposo, insult to injury. Seven seconds to go. They didn't need it. Maybe someone had teased the line in that game down to under six goals, and then Oposo ruined somebody's day, or maybe he uh, made somebody's day on the betting side. But an unnecessary goal, but nonetheless, whatever. Stack some assists, right? Victor Olofsson, who's got, I believe, now six assists in his last four games. Don't double check that. That's pretty amazing because I have not thought he's been playing that well. I got a lot of questions from fans about how I think. Olsen's been playing because he's starting to put up some numbers. And my answer has been, okay, the assists are starting to come, but I still don't really think he's playing all that well. Well, now, six assists in his last four games. I still would answer he's not playing that well. He's not playing, you know, two points a game well. But this was his best game of the year, in my opinion. I thought this Ranger game, he was active. He was moving his feet. You know, he was carrying the puck. I thought he was playing well defensively. That never happens. Even when Victor Olsen's playing at his best, you don't see him uh, carrying the puck well. Um, so good job by Olsen. I thought he was really earning some hype in this game. Uh, but I'll get to more on him a little bit later on on the show. When we come back, stats of the game, my stars of the game, one of which absolutely is the goaltender. That's coming up here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. We are presented by the Sleeper app, hopefully in this game. You looked at some of those sleeper projections. You predicted over-under, and hey, maybe you did great. Maybe you got eight of them right, and you got 100 times your bet. That's right. You can win 100 times your bet by predicting the right outcome of eight player stats, whether it's goals, saves, assists, plus, minus, or more. Just go to the sleeper app. Go to the Daily Fantasy Hockey section and pick over-unders. And maybe, again, you won, and if not, maybe you could win in the next game. Uh, New season brings all sorts of possibilities. Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win, as I mentioned, 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Sneaky Jody Biasi back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Sabres win 5-1 to one over the New York Rangers. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to keep teasing this because I'm having a lot of fun with it. I want to get as many people in on it as possible. Um, $4.99 a month, not that bad. It's the price of a cup of coffee. If you go to the expensive coffee places like I do, really got to get out of that habit, but whatever, I do. Uh, anyways, join subtext.com slash locked on NHL uh, if you want to get in on the fun. The Sabres win 5-1 to one over the New York Rangers. Shots on goal in this game, 39 for Buffalo, 26 for the Rangers. Rangers go 1-3 for three on the power play. That's a bandage head goal that I mentioned. The Sabres go 0 for 2. Sabres outplayed the Rangers. It wasn't just that they got some goals. They were opportunistic. They outplayed them. They outshot them, as I mentioned, by 13. How about scoring chances at 5-on-5? 24 for the Sabres, 20 for the Rangers. Shot attempts at 5-on-5, 54 for Buffalo, 43 for New York. And the expected goals for 
in this game. 4.1 for Buffalo, 2.8 for the Rangers. That leads us to my number one star of the game. Right there, 2.8 goals was expected by the Rangers, and they scored one. Uka Pekalukinen, the man of the match, the number one star, whatever you want to call him, he was great in this game. And he made the best save you're going to see on the Sabre season, probably, maybe of the NHL season. And you're going to turn on SportsCenter tonight or tomorrow morning, and they're going to be recapping Monday Night Football. But when they get to SportsCenter Top 10, number one on that SportsCenter Top 10 better be the Lukanen save that he made because a diving paddle back and just get just enough of it to where it just dribbles wide. Man, that is athleticism. That is a guy that was in the zone. Lukanen was stopping everything. He was challenging everything. He was aggressive with his angles, but he also was not overplaying pucks. He was poised. He was tracking rebounds. Every single facet of his game. Break down any part of a goaltender's game. And Lukanen was on point in this one. Where I finally tweeted out, I'll give me the apology form. I'll sign it. I will sign any UPL apology form you put in front of me. I can't believe I said that guy should have been waived before the year because he has emerged as the Sabres' number one goaltender, unquestioned number one goaltender. I don't know how you don't play him in the next game. He's got to play. He has been so good. He needs to be treated like a true number one. Devin Levi's development be damned if he doesn't get as many games as you thought because things aren't going as well for him and UPL they are. Whatever. You got to make the playoffs. And if Levi's development is going to be a little bit at cost here, if you got to get him a game in Rochester at some point, whatever. Lukanen's got to play. Play him till he pukes. What a performance by him. Again, against an elite team. This is the number one team in hockey in the standings coming into the night. And UPL shut the door on them when they had a lot of quality chances. UPL definitely star number one. Casey Middlestat, star number two. Empty net goal, inflates the stats a little bit, but he had two assists on the night as well. I thought he skated well all night. And then Alex Tuck, two goals by Alex Tuck at big critical points of the game. Both goals to put them up comfortably. Tuck's first goal in the second period puts the Sabres up two to nothing. His second goal put them up three to one to kind of chill everybody out a little bit. I mean, my heart was beating through my chest uh, for a couple of minutes there. And Tuck was Tuck's goal in the third is like, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. They got this big goals from Tuck. By the way, he had eight shots on goal on top of, um, on top of the goals. He had Eight shots on goal, which is a number you very rarely see in the NHL. So Lukanen, Middlestat, and Tuck. And on UPL, I mean, I kind of said it already, but I think the guys got to keep playing. They go Thursday night at St. Louis, Saturday night at Carolina. I would play him in each of those games. Then you go a back-to-back. They play Sunday at home against Nashville. You could play Levi there if you want. That gives him one of the next three. But I think you go Lukanen, the next two, both on the road. That Saturday game at Carolina is a tough one. That's where I'd want UPL, give Levi the easier game at home against Nashville the night after. Uh, I think Lukanen should be playing two of every three games going forward. And that also means that they've got to make a decision between Devin Levi and Eric Comrie. I had a couple of texts from fans tonight like, okay, is they going to send Levi down, right? And uh, listen, I don't mind that. I think that would actually probably be for the best um, in terms of Levi's development. But 
I don't know that when Levi signed here that he didn't have some wink-wink deal with the organization that he'll never play in Rochester. I think they maybe did. Uh, I could totally see that being the case. And if that's the case, I don't know if you can send him. Maybe you can and you just risk upsetting him. I don't think you should have to worry about that in the first place, but you never know uh, the way sports are treated these days. You might want to honor that commitment if you made it to him. And honestly, I don't need to send Levi down to Rochester. I get it for his development, but for the team, Comrie right now is the third, the guy you trust the least, in my opinion. I trust Comrie the least. So I would find a place for him to play. I would go Lucan in as the clear-cut number one and Levi as the clear-cut number two. And Levi gets, you know, a game a week or, you know, two games every 10 days or whatever you want to make it. Uh, Lucan gets two of every three. However, Lucan gets treated like a true number one. I, in my perfect world, Levi is the number two and Comrie hits, you know, hits the road. Um but if you want to tell me Levi should go to Rochester and Comrie should be the backup, but Lucan is still the number one, then I think that's perfectly acceptable as well. But again, what's those saves? The paddle save. He made a one-timer save on Artemi Panarin where he shot out on the crease and he raised his shoulder and got the puck out, fought it off. Um, man, UPL, so good, so good. Give me those apology forms quick. Uh, Anyone else we want to give props to here before we talk a little bit more in the next segment about uh, Victor Olofsson? Oh, yeah, Owen Power. Owen Power I almost put on my stars list because he had two assists. He played a game-high 25 minutes. Rasmus Dahlin, interestingly, only played 1959. Power played 25-01. He had the two assists. And... Expected goals four on the night. The advanced stats, he was the number one saber. Um, so, again, his impact sometimes can go out to the wayside. The power was really good. Henryoki Haru had an assist on that Oposo goal late and also had some steals in, at center ice. So, I thought Yoki Haru uh, had another uh, the solid performance as well. We'll come back. We'll put a bow on this game, and we'll look ahead to the rest of the week coming up on the Locked on Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. And we are presented here on the Locked on Sabres podcast by Collective. If you are running a business of one, you're wearing many hats in your day-to-day. With Collective, bookkeeping and accounting don't need to be one of them. You can start saving thousands of dollars and hours of your time by letting Collective handle your business paperwork. Uh, Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs and let you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. Let Collective handle all the paperwork you dread, like corporate formation and compliance, taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, and even payroll. The best part, it's at a fraction of the cost of a CPA. Collective knows that if your business of one makes over $80,000 a year, you're going to find the most value from their services. Join the thousands of solopreneurs that who have saved an average of $10,000 per year, an average of $10,000 per year on taxes with their structure. Right now, Collective offering one month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash lockdown NHL. Tell them lockdown NHL sent you. That's a $550 value for free. When you go to collective.com slash lockdown NHL, tell them lockdown NHL sent you. It's collective.com slash lockdown NHL. Tell them lockdown NHL sent you. Final segment here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Sabres 5, Rangers 1. And if we take a quick look at the NHL standings, they can look a lot better very quickly. In fact, look at the Sabres schedule, and it looks a lot better very quickly. Suddenly, look at the schedule and go, oh, the Sabres have seven of their last possible ten points. That's not bad. They really should have eight, by the way, if they held that game out in Washington. Um, Seven of a possible ten. All right, I'll take that right? 70% per- 
points percentage is a good enough clip to get into the playoffs. These guys are doing that more often. 22 points on the night. They're tied with Washington. They're tied with the New York Islanders in point totals. Of course, the game's played. They've played five more games than Washington. So by points percentage, still doesn't look great. 500 hockey by points percentage. They are one point behind the Toronto Maple Leafs for a playoff spot. They are three points behind Tampa, which I think is a more attainable position in the standings. They are three points behind Detroit. I also think Detroit is more easily gettable in the standings. That's where they're looking in terms of their standing there. Now, a couple of other guys I want to give some flowers to. I mentioned power. Olofsson. All right. Keep playing Victor Olofsson. Victor Olofsson has six assists in the last five days. Listen, kind of a cherry pick stat, right? Definitely a cherry pick stat to say, oh, in the last five days, so-and-so has blank. But in the last five days, only Connor McDavid has more assists than Victor Olofsson. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, it's five days. But in the last five days, only Connor McDavid has more assists than Victor Olofsson. So um, he's and he played, I thought, his best game of the year against the Rangers uh, in this one. What some of the advanced stats say, if you're wondering about some of the other guys, um, that maybe you didn't notice as much in this game, or you're just not one that likes to track that, but you wonder about it. Uh, expected goals for percentage in this game. Casey Middlestat was the, actually the best saber forward. Eric Johnson was the second best saber forward at 77%. But man, even though maybe he this was a good game for him five on five, he made an egregious turnover in the third period that almost ended up in the back of the Sabres net. And I'm not sure he saw the ice again after that. Johnson has been brutal at times this year. Again, maybe tonight is not the night to pick on him because his advanced numbers look good. But that one turnover he had in the third period drove me nuts. The guy you didn't see a lot from in this game. You didn't see Yuri Kulik because that was because he was a healthy scratch. Isaac Roseanne only played six minutes and 13 seconds of ice time in this game. That was it. I'm not sure he played in the third period at all. I didn't see him on the shift chart. I looked at, I didn't see him on the third period chart there either. So I think he hit the bench. He also was dead last on the Sabres and expected goals for percentage 7%. You know, it was a limited sample. He only played a couple of shifts, but 7% is pretty damn bad. So I don't know if he'll see the ice again in their next game. They might go to Rose uh, to Kulik uh, instead, or maybe Greenway is back by that point. Um, or you go 12 forwards again, which they really should be doing all along. So we'll see what uh, Rosine ends up playing uh, if he does uh, again before getting sent back down to Rochester. Next up for the Buffalo Sabres, Thursday night against the St. Louis Blues. That will be an 8 o'clock puck drop in St. Louis. The Blues are not that great of a hockey team at this point in time. Um, if you look at them on paper, I really don't like them. Uh 11, 8, and 1. Yeah, they're fine, actually. Negative goal differential. The West is kind of weak. They're in a playoff spot as it stands today. Um, I still, I just don't think the Blues are a very good hockey team. Uh, we'll break them down a little bit more in depth. I got some advanced stats on them that'll tell you why I don't think they're a bit of a paper tiger uh, right now, the Blues. But that's coming up Thursday. So we got a couple of off days, Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, the Sabres will have a practice or two in between. So updates coming from there as well. I want to try to get a guest on as well in the next couple of days to kind of have a back-and-forth conversation on the season as a whole. Uh, so hopefully we'll have that for you in the coming days as well. Again, be sure to check us out on our text line. We'll have updates there. Uh, you can join at joinsubtext.com slash Sabers. We'd love for you to get in on it. Um, and again, we'll uh, 
talk to you next time here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen every day. And I do want to remind everybody that here on the Locked On uh, podcast network, First ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube for national sports. Locked on Sports Today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. We'll talk to you next time on the Locked On Savers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.